totally missed everything you just said. Wow. Okay. Well, I mean, uh, what good? did I say? Throwing pearls for swine. Yeah. Pearls for swine. Pearls. Oh, pearls. no, like oh, the black yeah. pearl, Jack Sparrow's boat. That yeah, like it had a curse on it. Uh, it did, and it and went then, into a bottle. Is that what happened to it? Is that was that the curse? Uh, no, no. You the, sir, the, are one the, of the few people to remember. No, no, the, the curse was something else. Oh. But the the boat did end up in a bottle. But then they got it out of the bottle because Jack Sparrow was also in the bottle. He he has spent many years in the bottle, so to speak, hasn't he? <laughs> Ellen Barkin was just on something today talking about how he was constantly drunk and would throw throw bottles around. Who's that? She's an actress who dated oh. him in the 90s. I have the feeling that uh, Johnny and uh, Amber did uh, heavier stuff than just alcohol, though. So I haven't followed the trial all that much, but I did see that like in the middle of the trial, it appeared that she sniffed something up her nose. Someone was like, did she just do coke in the, like while she was on the witness stand? <laughs> like she took out a, a, a Kleenex to blow her nose and she clearly inhaled something that was in there. It's a baller move. If that's what she has to do to get through the day, uh, I'm, I'm not going to judge. Who am I to judge? Were they, ever, they weren't married. Were they? No, I can't imagine that they were, right? No, no. I have a hard time imagining Johnny Depp married to anyone, but he he has been, right? Let's bing it. Johnny Depp. Let's see. He he was married to Amber Heard from 2015 to 2017. He okay. was married in the 90s. Or I'm sorry, in the 80s. Whoa, dude is old. How old oh. is Johnny Depp? Jesus. 58 years old because uh, get the Thomas, what year were you born? 86. Johnny Depp was married to someone named Lori Allison from okay. 83 to 85. <laughs> so he <laughs> divorced cute. her before you were born. <clears throat> okay. His Wikipedia page has two partners. Uh, it's nice when they include the partners. Oh, wait, no. Hang on. Yeah. I mean, on the, the headlines and then there's like a ellipses you can click on and it'll show you more ladies. He's he's been associated with because i remember one of them was uh winona ryder but she doesn't make the top list the top list on wikipedia is kate moss 94 to 97 do you remember her i i, I remember the name but that's one of the names i struggle to place yeah she, she was like super super skinny um but people just loved her okay okay um, and then someone named vanessa Paradise. I assume there's no E at the end, but I assume it's paradise. that's definite, definitely a stripper. Go on. <laughs> uh, 98 to 2012. That's a that's a long time to be hanging out. Winona Ryder. He was engaged to Jennifer Gray. Uh, actresses Jennifer Gray, Sherilyn Fenn, and Winona Ryder. So is this intentional that you're not going to have your camera on? For now, I'll, I'll turn it on. Don't worry. I mean, if you look like crap, I don't want to see it. So we can just. Hey, so so you usually tune in for my <laughs> appearance. I was going to oh, try to eat something. So is this your is this your first meal in days? I think I've eaten every day, but very little. Um, at noon, I eat some some eggs and then I have a protein shake for dinner. So that's a solid how, like 400 calories for the day. <laughs> how how much how much weight have you lost? I don't know. I haven't stepped on a scale. <laughs> I mean, the, not, the, the clothes, the clothes and everything is just starting to be saggy. Nothing fits. Like when I stand up, like I'm like the fat guy who holds out the pants, you know, like, the, you know, the <laughs> yeah. pants are like 17 sizes too big. It's like, why are you still wearing those pants, dude? 
So, Thomas, how, how long are you in the north? Uh, until uh, next Sunday. Till next Sunday. Are, are you working or? Yeah, you... I'll be I'll be working except for on the holiday. What What's the holiday? Uh, oh, Memorial Day. Okay, yeah. That's right. Christi Himmelfärdsdag, or as you would know it, Ascension Day. Is that a national? Is that a national holiday? Yeah, I feel That's... like we've had I feel like we've had this exact discussion before. Pro- probably, probably. <laughs> yeah, and uh, because it's on a Thursday, pretty much no one works that Friday. And it's always on a Thursday, so there's like a built-in four-day weekend. See the day that sees him rise. I'm okay. sorry, it's hail the day that sees him rise. My my brain is still has a uh, post-COVID. Ryan, how is how's the weather in Texas? It's hot as shit. It's like yeah, it was it was ninety nine yesterday. It's gonna be that again today. Like we're setting this week is like all kinds of uh, heat records. Well, and uh, unlike heat, Phoenix, it's I'll not a be, dry heat. No, it's a super wet heat. So what I usually I'm just gonna be I'm just gonna go pantsless. Obviously, you have to go pant pantsless when you sun your taint or your scorch. Is is that a common? Uh, Austin pastime, like what? What are the the yeah Zilker Park, the medical the, effects? What are the health effects of that? Or is it purely skin, just skin, um, skin cancer? Well, you is just want it to like, look good. You just I want mean, to look. <laughs> nobody likes a pale taint. <laughs> well, I, I can report that uh, here north of the Arctic Circle, in the land of endless sunshine, uh, it is a balmy fifty-five degrees today. Mm. Nice. Is that fifty-five degrees in your? Uh, uh, no, that that would be the technical <laughs> term. Celsius. The, the technical term from that would be hot as balls, uh, and uh, we're not there. No, it isn't like fifty-eight degrees Celsius. Isn't that like a hundred degrees, or is it hotter than that? No, a hundred degrees is like it's boiling. Thirty-seven Celsius. So I never learned oh, this. Uh, all, all 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 I learned when I was in the U.S. was that when when it gets into the triple digits, it takes a lot to get me outside, unless it's a pool. So Ryan, fifty-five degrees Celsius is one hundred and thirty-one Fahrenheit. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, question for you guys: Do you want to do the hockey talk now, or do you want to save the hockey talk for the show? You could save it for when I'm. <laughs> I when I have to go. <laughs> let's well, you know. It, tell it. Let's just get. Let's just get over with. Tell, give us it, the hockey it, talk. It, it's it's actually it's actually very very simple. The story is very simple. Two days, two days uh, before the final, I went to Game Six away. We lost. We were supposed to have a Game Seven at home. I had a ticket. I get uh, like the the manco man Time out. Time out. Yes. See, this isn't hockey talk. This I approve of. This is this is just like other stuff. So let's like by all means, let's lean into this. So you're excited yeah, about? Let's start before because it you didn't just start like game six. It, that like was you like, went to every. That's like, that's like at the end. This has been yeah. going on for weeks. Yeah, uh, this, this is, is this uh, is like this you're is, like I can't record the SSCU for <laughs> what was it eight weeks. <laughs> I'm not sure it was that it, it, it was quite some time anyway. Yeah. So uh, the finals, uh, just like in the NBA, we're talking best of seven games, the teams, each one, uh, their home games. So like there actually was like a home home game advantage uh, this time around. So after game six, it was how, three, how three far away are there? Because you went to the away games, too. Right. Uh, that, that was that was why it took up so much time. How far away? What was it? Uh, if you drive by car, I would estimate that it's 13 hours or something like that. Did you drive by car? <laughs> no, I'm just stupid. 
<laughs> Why did you uh, tell no. us how far it is by car? So anyway, if, if what, what, you wanted to know how bicycle, far it was, <laughs> if you orienteer through the wilderness, no. So 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 here's the thing: we haven't won the title uh, in 26 years. I was a kid last time it happened. It hadn't happened in my adult uh, life. And uh, last time they went to the final uh, in 2013, I was in the states. I couldn't go anywhere, uh, and I realized that I have a lot of points saved up uh, for airplane and train and whatever. And so I used the shit out of those. Uh, so Were I they went... jet blue points. Ryan, how do you think that would have worked out? Do you remember jet blue? <laughs> <laughs> Good times. Uh, anyway, uh, so before game seven, game seven for the title at home, I have a ticket and I am too sick to go. I have to give it away to a friend. I, it's the, the most depressing moment of my life. Until we lost the final, <laughs> at which point it didn't feel as bad being at home, not having made a trip. But uh, yeah, kicking you while you're down. No question. So, yes, go on. How many teams are in the league? Uh, Fourteen. Fourteen. And we have one championship, one since 1984. Is there a salary cap? No, there's no salary okay. cap. So the smaller market. What, what sort of what's the market differential like? Is well, it, you know, let, a team let, with a salary of like 5 million compared to one has like 35 million or something. Some guys well, get let, paid in horses. Well, let, let me put it like this. The, the capital, the biggest city of Sweden, Stockholm, their team, their only team in the top league was relegated this year. So oh. uh, market size doesn't matter all as much. It's more based on like hockey culture. You know, the most popular and best teams with the best budget right now are the ones that are sort of like, Sort of like the Green Bay, Green Bay Packers, huge following at home. It doesn't matter that it's not the big city. They sell out their arenas. They have massive sponsors. Uh, do you know the game Minecraft? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the two founders is a huge supporter of my hockey team. So uh, that's where some of our money comes from. Yeah, but he sold out to Microsoft years ago. So, I mean, he, yeah. he, got his, he cashed out before... I don't, how much do you think you made off of Minecraft? Because do we oh know Minecraft, God. Ryan? That's a stupid <laughs> well, question, right? We'll never know. But I think it was in the billions. <laughs> was it really? Yeah. And uh, it was him and Notch, who is the other guy who is more uh, problematic. 2.5 billion is wow. apparently what they got for it, which is a hey. lot in Swedish money. Speaking of, of billions and billions, I don't know. It's funny that Ryan sent us a picture of the Johnny Ive toilet because... <laughs> This week I was reading a ton about Johnny Ive. I was like, you know, sometimes you read articles and you and you you click through all the related links. This one was on um, Apple becoming a three trillion dollar company. It became like a trillion dollar company. I want to say in like 2018, and then yeah. in like 2020 it became a two trillion dollar company, and in 2020, just in a year, it, became a it, it added a trillion in value. And it's basically why Johnny Ive left because. Tim Cook moved them from being like a hardware company to their services company now. Yeah. Like they just charge for services and that's how they make their money. iCloud um, and Apple Music. and But anyway, I read a lot of interesting stuff about Apple, but it's, it's kind of mind blowing to me um, looking at the valuations of Apple who, I mean, Apple was, was, I mean, a dumpster of a company in 97 when Steve Jobs came back to it after being ousted. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, I think I think this was all kicked off by like uh, they stopped making the iPod. So there are a bunch of articles on like uh, 
how the iPod and among other things, the iMac first and then the iPod just essentially rebuilt um, or built Apple into this just mm-hmm. juggernaut. Yeah. Did, did you did you know that Ryan is actually with us broadcasting uh, from a cube? Is that is that what it was called? What was it called? An Apple Cube. Completely failed launch that he tried to do on his own. That was just Who? showing off. Wasn't oh, next a next cube. Yeah, it was the next cube. Who Johnny Johnny Ive? No, no Steve uh, Jobs. Jobs. Oh, but the next gotcha. next is what is what got him back to Apple though because yes. he designed this crazy this crazy expensive cube that nobody could buy <laughs> but it was also the operating system that he knew that Apple needed and, and the most important thing about the cube were the dimensions of the actual yeah. cube not yeah. not like performance or anything well uh, and like Johnny Ive he right, says right. like um anyway Johnny Ive says that like um Steve Jobs was like all the way, even with like the iPad, like in when he would walk through the design studio and they'd been going over and they'd been making, you know, new models. Like he'd just be walking by, he'd see an iPad that was, you know, maybe a millimeter different than the last one that they, they, and he didn't know was there. He said, Hey, that's different. What? I, I don't like that. And he's like, what's different about it? And they're like, well, yeah, it's a little smaller. Yeah, and and I kind of have a feeling that uh, Tim Cook and Johnny Ive would never be able to stay together because Johnny Ive is is like the creative type who's similar oh. to that who who just cannot handle like one flaw in like this piece of aluminum that like you'd have to squint to see. He'd be like, "It's got to be redone. Like, make it more right. expensive." I don't I don't care and, what the cost is. And Tim well, Cook is is just like an he's efficiency their operations like, guy. logistics like he, guy. Yeah, yeah. He like he like uh like completely changed their distribution network he he got their well, deal in china well, he, yeah, he made the deal yeah. with foxconn and then they're um, like yeah uh, tim can like can you get us from like a million units to 25 million and then maybe to 100 million and then yeah. and, and like tim cook was able to do that like how many people could like say yeah we'll increase output by 100 well when they times. brought him when they brought him apple music um they was like we think we can get like two million because that so they bought beats beats made their own like, yeah they, how much did they pay for beats 200 that, million yeah <laughs> and um so beats had their own streaming service and so apple bought their headphones and um their streaming so service that was part of and the acquisition then they, then they well then they changed it and they brought it to tim cook and they said we think we can get two million um or no they said a million subscribers and he just said how many more do you think you get and they were like <laughs> well we think we we probably get two million <laughs> and he said, is that it? And by the time they left, they said 20 million is what he told them that he wanted. <laughs> and he just that's like how he was. He was just he would just always be like, well, why not more? Why not more? And so, yeah. And you're right. Like when when it came to designing a new product like Johnny Ive had the same like philosophy as Steve Jobs, where like, I, no, yes, it's going to cost more money to redesign this thing that we've been working on. But it's not right. And Tim Cook was just like, no, we're not we're not spending money to do that. And he he does. He Tim Cook said, like, after Steve Jobs died, he was like, um, I'm not even going to try to be Steve Jobs. So he didn't even bother. He, he said, I'm not a product guy. So he didn't even like go to the design shop. He didn't like approve designs and stuff like that. He was just like, that's not my world. I'm not even going to attempt to. uh try to be that guy 
Okay, so I, I don't want to to step on uh, the sub beacons turf here. Uh, so instead of doing Johnny Ive, Ryan, can you do, do a Tim Cook? Hello, the, uh, uh, he's from Al- he's from Alabama. Um, he's from like some hick town in Alabama. Uh, so I'm sure he must have a thick. Oh, uh, I wonder if he had like a part as an extra in the Legend of Bagger Vance. Sure. Well, I mean, they was, probably, was every, that in uh, Alabama? It was. I don't know. Like, why would I know where that that terrible movie was made? That some reason you think is good. The the best Disney movie ever made. Anyway, uh, let's get this show on the road. Uh, Chris, uh, countdown. Uh, how many championships does does uh, Lulea have? One. Can I count down the number one? Okay. All right. Ready? I'm gonna count down the number of championships yep. Lulea has. Go. Go. One. Tim. Now the story of an eclectic fan base who lost touch with reality and the one podcast that somehow holds them all together. It's the substandard expanded universe. Welcome to the SSEU podcast, where today we are going to spend all day talking about uh, how sick we are. Chris, have you recovered? I mean, I've recovered quite a bit. I'm not out of the woods yet, but excited to be feeling better. So you are you had... having breakfast yet? <laughs> um, I've got some 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 food right here. I, I don't dare eat it yet. I'm kind of scared. So I'll kind of shove mouthfuls in if it feels like you guys are talking about something I don't feel like talking about. Right. So the, the other day, Ryan got a very strange text message from Chris <laughs> where Chris said that, uh, he was he was not feeling well enough to go out for for breakfast and not just any breakfast, a men's breakfast. Men's breakfast. Right. What Thomas, do Thomas, do you shop when but you go shopping for I clothes? Think, do you shop in men's wear? I imagine that, first of all, um, or ladies wear, you, you know, know, when I pancakes, when I go, pancakes are shaped like dicks, um, <laughs> like dick and balls, you know, like the like the cock fire from Always Sunny. That's what the pancakes are shaped like. Um <laughs> A lot, a lot, of, a, a lot of. It's pain. a muscle. Yeah, it's a muscle. It's a bicep. It's a bicep. That's why it's got the vein. A, a, a lot of bacon. bacon. Uh, stiff, hard, crisp bacon, mm. uh, and then uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Everything just it's covered a, it's in gravy. It's in the man cave. It's probably in someone's man cave. Oh, like they have jerseys and everything oh, all yeah. around. Like have okay. you seen the King what? of Queens? That's what I think. That's, that's have you seen the King of Queens? <laughs> yeah. Why? Why? I don't know. It was on a lot. It's, it was uh, on. It's uh, what's his face and the Scientology lady. I mean, yeah. Yep. What's his face? He's great. Anyway, he was all about his man cave. And like, you know, he needed to have like, I think he wanted to have like a giant. You, you know what you drink? Beer. A giant what? A giant what? A giant what? I got to hear this. A giant what? What did he want to have? I said beer TV. <laughs> <laughs> we will never again be able to say we watched a show because it was quote unquote on. Isn't that kind of wild? Like there are shows yeah. that we watched because we flipped on the TV and they were on. Yeah. And we, what happens when you flip on the TV right now? Well, it's a, you, you have uh, to, you know, select I have to, I have to, then which I have to get my phone streaming service go to, uh, <laughs> uh, to turn uh, on the fire TV remote. <laughs> so my parents still live in the nineties. So, so here it actually <laughs> works. I, I can turn on the TV and there will be things on. Uh, which is how the last time I was here, I ended up watching Benjamin Buttons. Benjamin oh, Buttons. Ben, Benjamin ben, Buttons. Benny, Benny Button. That's not a great. Ben, Benjamin Buttons. It's the the 
Israeli version of Benjamin Buttons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Benjamin but, Netten Buttons. <laughs> uh, but uh, I, I know what you drink at a men's breakfast. You, you drink the thing that Jim told us about on the podcast. Uh, you know, the, the suitcase of the, the core, core high, high. No, shit. Miller Light High, core high. No. Miller High Life? Yes, that's it. What I about a suitcase? A suitcase. In- <laughs> The, the, it's called a suitcase. Oh, the, the a twenty-four thing. pack. Oh, yeah. gotcha. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think any aren't all twenty-four packs, or is that just a Miller High Life thing? No, I think all of them are suitcases. Okay. I had never heard that before. Jim mentioned it. However, our, our waitress always offers us um, at the men's breakfast. It's at a restaurant, and she always offers us breakfast ooh, cocktails. Ooh, oh, so oh, we're meeting oh, at six forty-five. She can't sell them to us until oh, seven. Olive, olive, olive but there's a weekday, and she's like. Would you like a breakfast cocktail, a mimosa, or and she got a whole list of like alcohol you could drink at seven a.m. And you can't have it at six forty-five though. Not not at six forty-five. That, that would be, be immoral. <laughs> I don't think you could have a mimosa at a men's breakfast. No, no. then no, that is not, <laughs> no, that that is, that is that is like bridal party kind of mm-hmm. bachelorette. I, I I will say though, I got really into mimosas uh, when, while living in Phoenix because we used to go. Uh, for brunch after mm. nights out and when sure. it's like you know oh if it's, if, it's a, if it's a mixed gender if it's a mixed gender breakfast you can have mimosas you can have a bunch yes. of mimosas yes yeah and like give high fives and say call people girlfriend all right so i want i want to talk about the show i watched can, okay can we can we can we talk about it sure uh, i have i have watched the netflix original show uh, it's uh, two seasons long now emily in paris and gentlemen, what a terrific show. I, I love it. You turn it on, you watch two seasons. I, wa- I watched two seasons in like two and a half days. Like it just whistled by. It was entertaining. You forgot about the outside world. It was, it was great. That's you right. You're one of those people with the trash opinion. You're, you're one of the people who likes that Gilmore Girls, don't you? You, you, you oh, both got to see stupid Oh, and you also watched, you also watched The Sex and the City. People. So this is, yeah, this sounds like it's right yeah, up your alley. Sure. Yeah. yeah, it was not surprising. It, it, it was amazing. Doesn't convince uh, me to even try it, to watch it, since I know you like those other shows. So Hang on, Ryan. What if I were to tell you that Lily Collins of, of uh, abduction fame... Phil Spector's daughter, also, also Phil Spector's daughter, or someone in music named Phil. <laughs> She's in it. Did, did, is Cole. that not enough? No, no. I mean, I I liked her in. I watched. Uh, no, I liked her. I was, she was in a movie that we watched. She was good in that. Good for um, her. I don't remember what it was though. I already talked about it uh, before. So. Anyway, uh, Emily Paris. It looks great. Uh, all of the, the actors and the lady actors look amazing. Uh, they have fun outfits and costumes. It's just, it's great. Uh, oh, and then is she in Paris. Uh, uh, she is in Paris. Really nice shots of Paris in it. And maybe the best perk <laughs> of the movie. There, there's no watched... Shyamalan twist where they're actually in like Bangkok or something. <laughs> no, no, uh, no, no. This isn't he, Paris. He, Here's the thing. Here's why everyone should watch it and why Americans should love it. The show really annoys French people. Oh. <laughs> they okay. hate it. All right. They they think it's so stereotypical and negative about the French that they yeah they, they I, really I, I did hear this it. too. Yeah, that that is a good reason to watch it. <laughs> if it makes someone mad, then <laughs> then oh I'll consider watching it. I, I also think that it makes all the right people mad, both the French 
and the alt-right because I can't imagine that they watch the show. So it's, it's, it's a win-win. Sounds like it. Win-win. I watched, uh, we watched Candy on Hulu. It was yeah, really you mentioned good. that. I don't watched. know what this is. It's a period show Thanks with Jessica Biel, right? Period show, I guess. I mean, are the 80s a period? It's a true crime. I would describe it as a true crime. Let, let, wait, slow down, slow down. I also want to, Little Women is also a period show. I Go see on, what right. you did there. Yes, yes, I know what you're doing. Um, and it's a true crime like this. Uh, there was like this lady in Texas who chopped up this late other lady 41 times with an axe. <laughs> or she she hit her 41 times with the axe. But then to she... make sure that she's dead. Like, how wait, many wait, times wait, would wait. you hit someone? Okay, so, it was so an axe is for though. killing. A shovel is for getting a horse off another horse. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you, you don't want to you don't want to axe a horse. No. You and you don't want to shovel a person. <laughs> um, but no, Jessica Biel plays this lady, Candace something um, is it's in takes place in like between like 1978 and 1980 in Plano, period. Texas. And um, like uh, Tim Simons is in it. Jonah from Veep. And he's like it, Oh, he's great. Love him. He's he's so good in this. He plays like he plays like kind of like this. He's supposed to be like this, like a really nice guy, just a normal husband from the 80s. But it's but it's also like the show is like showing that like everyone is a little bit dark. And so like the way he portrays it is just by these weird looks he does. And it's it's really good. He's uh, he he's a really good actor. Um, and then like uh, Pablo Schreiber is in it. He looks good. He's ripped. Leo's brother. They're not brothers. Half brothers. They're, they're, they are related. Yes. But they, I thought they weren't brothers. I'm trying to figure out where Plano is. It's outside Dallas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're half brothers. Yeah. Yes. Plano. Was Plano even a thing in the 80s? I mean, now it's I think I guess Texas Instruments was there because that's who Tim Simons worked for. He was like a big shot at Texas Instruments. Nerd. He played. I make calculators. Husband. Oh, and then when the cops show up, uh, the the sheriff is played by Justin Timberlake. (laughs) He's so good. (laughs) Like uh, he plays this just like, you know, country sheriff. And (laughs) he he does a really good job with it, though. So Jessica Biel was able to get her husband on the. In the movie. Yeah, she got him a job. Or the was, show, movie show, movie show. Five episodes. That's it. No, the there's no show. more. Um, and then, uh, hey, and then, I remember. Well, I seem I to through... remember a certain Gilded Age that you said that about. So no, I... they changed that. They changed it after <laughs> I said it. Um, <laughs> and, and, but then through three episodes, I'm liking all the characters, and I'm and I'm like thinking like, oh, I think this guy's the best. And then when the defense lawyer shows up for um, Jessica Biel. He completely steals the last two episodes. He is he's he's incredible. He's funny. But then, like, he's also really good as like being uh, presenting the case in court. Uh, he's he he he's plays a real guy that uh, this guy he this this case made him a celebrity and he ended up running for governor of Texas like six years after this. Is it the lawyer from Inventing Anna? Yep, that's him. He's the it's only guy who's allowed to play lawyers. On, he on no, it's not. Shows. It's not. So the guy, the lawyer, is playing the actor who played the lawyer in Inventing Anna. Chris, what have you been watching? I've been watching a lot of movies. Uh, so can, can I can I uh, complain about some movies? I mean, I watch some good ones, but it's not fun to talk about the great movies you watch. It's like ooh, that 
That was so good. Remember that? That, that, was, that was so cool. I watched Looper. I'd, I'd seen it before, but I'd forgotten most about it. And I remember the first time I watched it, just being really irritated and, and kind of confused, like watching Joseph Gordon-Levitt act and being like, I thought, I thought Joseph Gordon-Levitt was in this movie. That doesn't look like Joseph Gordon-Levitt <laughs> because they did. They, they worked it's so it, hard. They, to make, to make him look like his nose, his they, nose. They gave him Bruce Willis's nose for some, so that he could be Bruce Willis in the future. <laughs> yes, and I, I think it's a huge mistake. Um, it's I think weird. it's really distracting. It... <laughs> to, and not only that, he squints and he talks like this the whole movie. Yeah, and this is like that's do, how he tries. He to tries do to do a Bruce Willis impression. <laughs> And I understand that part of acting is like pretending to be someone else, but like it, it comes off more as like a bad impression than like yeah. a young, um, uh, a young Bruce Willis. But the biggest thing that, that irked me about the movie. I, okay. I'll say one small thing. And then the biggest thing, one small thing is that the premise of the movie is that, is do you remember this travel? time travel? But um, the, the, the only thing you're, is traveling backwards. You, 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 they send people back from the future to be, to be murdered. Killed. Yeah. Why? Like, do you remember why? I guess because they were all. Is it only the hitmen that get sent back, or is it? I don't. I don't remember why. No. They, they send everyone back, including the hitmen, to, to quote unquote close sure. groups. But the reason they send, and that's the only only use they have is they send people back to get killed. That's the yeah. only thing they use for time travel. And the reason uh, they do uh, this is because, quote, it's really hard to dispose of, of it's, it's, it's impossible to dispose of, of dead bodies in the future. <laughs> yeah. Why? Why? And, Why? And like when you're watching the movie, you're like, OK, I just take that for a given. You, you, you suspend disbelief. Right. And then you think yeah. for, about it for like two seconds. You're like, wait a second. It's the future. The, Come to just like melt right. them down. Send them into space. Into space. Yeah. yeah, yeah they like they didn't really give a explanation dissolve them said it's impossible <laughs> so we have to send them back in time and there's a whole basis for the movie okay so that's that's the small gripe the big gripe is that i believe that ryan johnson has never in his life spent time with children like he's never even been around a child <laughs> because emily blunt's son is supposed like you look at him and you're like oh this is like a four-year-old and then you learn that he's like 11 there's a guy who's the size and uh, verbal ability of a four-year-old who is playing an, ele- an 11, or maybe it's a 10-year-old. It's just like, pick one, like e- either just cast an older kid or just change the script. So it's like a five-year-old. Wait, wait, but the kid, the kid that plays the part, how old is the kid in real life? So he's saying I, he looks like he's five or I, I don't care how old he actually is. He he plays as like a four year old. So so they, they grabbed an 11 year old kid and said, be in this movie, play a four year old, although actually you're 11 year old. You're you're 11 in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. And it could be right. wrong on 11, Pre- but it was pretend way that off. you have a disability. And I'm just like, has, has he ever, ever been in the same room as a child and actually interacted with them? Like he's like. It's the cluelessness of Lucille Bluth asking how much can a banana cost anyway? You know, ten dollars. <laughs> like, how, how, how? Like, what do eleven-year-olds do? They, they, they like play with blocks, right? Yeah, I guess I didn't realize he was supposed to be. I don't. I don't know. I didn't really think about it that much. I guess I didn't realize he. I thought I, it's been a long time since I've seen it. I thought he was like, yeah, a lot younger than that. But maybe not. 
Is the kid Paul Dano? It is Paul no. Dano. <laughs> Paul Dano plays a four-year-old. No, yeah. plays an 11-year-old. Okay, and also, I watched Winning Time. Ryan, do you want to talk some Winning Time? Okay. What what's, is Winning Time? Uh, so, Ryan um, read the novelization of this HBO show before They changed it, it to Showtime for the book. <laughs> but allegedly, um, the, the, the HBO oh. um, series, is, isn't it allegedly based on Showtime? the book yeah oh it is based yeah. on the book yeah yeah it is um which i mean was... sort of but we'll I, I wanna, I, what's the book based on uh the lakers <laughs> okay, the 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 lakers like after they drafted magic johnson going from like being a bad time being not a bad team but an okay team to being a dynasty during the 80s winning four championships in what eight years or not nine years or did yeah. they win five is it five i don't fucking know yeah. Okay, I I, I, wait, I, I'm I'm waiting here, Chris. Get get to the complaining. What, oh, get to the complaining. Well, we, we, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you're complaining. I like our, this, so. our Swedish. Oh my gosh. Okay, okay. Complaint number one. Like, here's the thing: when you base a show on real life, there's already tons of great drama in Showtime, like Lakers, and 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 like Jerry Buss, I think would be a dramatic person and just these personalities, and yet they turn it up to eleven with everything and and just like they they add all kinds of stuff and like i mean ryan have you seen all the people complaining about it i've uh, seen the people it's not that, just jerry like, west and magic johnson it's it's like there was a trainer that they who like was on set who was hired as kind of a consultant who left he's like this is terrible i can't i can't be a part of this and part of it is like ryan i know you love um who's the guy who played paul westhead jason jason clark no, oh, uh, Jason. Um, what's what's his name? Uh, forgetting Sarah, Mar- Sarah Marshall. Uh... Oh, big guy from Minnesota. Is he from Minnesota? You talked about him a lot. He he got you yeah. turgid. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I can't remember his last name though. I don't know why I can't either. You're gonna have to Siegel. Jason Siegel. Siegel. Jason Siegel. Thank you. His depiction of Paul Westhead like was the worst thing ever. As this just beta, terrified. Like his his lower lip is quivering the entire time there's i i don't know anything about paul westhead maybe he was a little bit passive he had not been he'd only been a head coach at like a small college and that was his first year like he was this he and then he gets goes up to the nba and then he becomes the head coach after not even being an assistant for more than a few games why is he made a head coach if he has no experience okay well here's the thing um he was an assistant coach, and this is what's crazy. Thomas, um, you've seen NBA games before, right? I've been to them. Okay. So, like, nowadays, there's, there's like, a few guys in suits. There's, like, the head coach and, like, three or four assistants, and then, like, six or seven guys in, like, team polos. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's basically as many staff as there – like, not staff in the front office. I mean, like, coaching staff as there are players. Players. Yeah. Back then, to be. <laughs> back then they they had like usually like even having an assistant was yeah some lot, teams right? didn't even have an assistant on the bench it was a lot of, a lot of teams had just the head coach <laughs> which is just insane so so um he became uh, the head coach because he was there let, let's just let's <laughs> oh. tell the whole season right Ryan let's start at the beginning all right um so Jerry Buss buys the team from <laughs> Jack Kent Cook who is going through a divorce and needs some money I'm kidding <laughs> um so uh. He hires uh, an Portland assistant that that he's convinced is is just a and and is like an 
offensive genius who's going to revolutionize the LA Lakers. Now, here's the thing. He hires an assistant, Paul Westhead, who's an English professor um, and quotes <laughs> Shakespeare too. He really it did quote Jason, Shakespeare. Jason Siegel. He, he, really, that, that was, he really did do that. That's in the book. How many games into the season was it, Ryan? Like, it was like 11 games, games in. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think they were um, like nine and four. Jason Siegel pulls the, the classic, 12, but... the classic, and on a day off, invite the head coach to play tennis with you, but sabotage his bike. And the head coach goes head over handlebars. And yeah, his, and the head coach, he doesn't, he, it's not like, oh, I'll get my bike that I ride all the time. <laughs> Jack McKinney saw in, because like he only had one car. His wife had taken their car to whatever the fuck. And um, Pro- he was also probably to- masterminded by, by Paul yeah. Westhead. Like, hey, and so he's supposed wife, to meet a Paul sale at, the, you know. at the tennis court. And he sees his son's tennis bi- or bi- bicycle in the garage. And he's just like, oh, I'll just ride my son's bike to the garage. Somehow. Not to the garage, he, to the tennis court. To, to, I'll ride it to the, to the garage to practice. It, it, somehow he he screws up a stop at a stop sign and ends up flying because what it seems like happened was that he was just going to run the stop sign and a car was coming and so then he slammed on the brakes flew over the handlebars and smashed his head in and was in a coma for several days had had a bunch of bad brain stuff Done bad brain stuff don't want to do that would brain. not recommend 100 would not recommend did, Ryan, that did, was a good, that was did, actually did, really well filmed like him going over the handlebars it was yeah. gruesome yeah did, I did, his head kind of like skidded on the ground this would have been like uh a plus yeah. in that quadrant do, do they show in the film when he tries to count backwards from 103 <laughs> he can't do it anymore <laughs> oh so so anyway um then westhead that that's how the assistant be, the English professor who became an assistant becomes the head coach. Okay. And, but like the depiction of Jerry West is it's absolutely insane. And, and that's what Why? a lot of people are saying. Cause that's not who he is. How do you know? And like, <laughs> I know because like there, there are people who were in those, in no, those rooms who you, are like, this is, is not, he is the, those kind of, yeah, they're better at hiding it back then. But I'm telling you, he's exactly like Jordan. He, he is those guys. It just like here's here's what the complaint the person who complained said he said yes he was he was angry and motivated but he never lashed out at people he like it was it was all like internalized like at, at like he, he so he was very tortured yes like that but but like in in the show he just lashed out at people and was just like constantly dropping f bombs at people okay second complaint about I, the about book, the over the, the book the book report like the Jeff Perlman. Like he's a he's an actual writer reporter who wrote the book. He puts in the book that there were like hang on, uh, hang on, hang on, Jerry, Jerry hang on, West hang on, cussing, cussing people hang on, out. Hang on, they got an actual writer for the book. <laughs> you know, or I meant reporter. He's like oh. you know not just like some idiot. He Jeff Perlman's got a good reputation, and he there are there are, there are confrontations in the book of Jerry West like screaming at people. Not maybe not as much as as in the show. Um, he, he has not. He has not won a Pulitzer for writing about poop. He's no. He's no Jonathan Franzen. But <laughs> all right, Chris. Next complaint. Next complaint uh, was was the basketball, and and I'll just like focus on one particular scene. I would say um, all the, I'll say about the basketball 
is that they did. It was smart of them not to do very much. Yeah. The basketball was pretty good for the most part. I mean, I know that it's just, it's just hard to do. Oh, but, sure. Like as they were trying to depict the arc of like, and, and again, like I don't think it's based on any factual basis where West had like for a passive guy, he benched Spencer Haywood. I don't know. Maybe Ryan, you can give us some, some information it's on this. Kind and of, then there was a lot of it. it like, they Spencer Spencer Haywood did get benched um, and that's not it's not really in the in the book why he was benched, but it was kind of a controversy of like, why isn't he playing? It was like in the show was depicted as if um, like uh, West had benched him uh, as essentially punishment for hearing him say something bad about Westhead or something. Yeah, and then after what... seven games like Westhead who didn't have any pride had to swallow his pride and actually put him back in the game. The whole point of the, this arc was to emphasize the importance of, of Haywood, even as he turned to drugs and then got kicked off the team. Well, I think it was also part of it was the importance of like how much Pat Riley helped him because okay. Pat Riley was a player. Paul Westhead didn't know anything about the NBA. And so there, it was a lot of Pat Riley saying, look, no, you don't understand these guys. You can't, these aren't college kids. You can't treat them like you would your college team. These are just, you know, treat them like men. And, and he was kind of the tougher guy and basically told Paul West said, you know, you, you've got to be, you know, tougher with them, but also you guys just be fair. Um, so uh, and yeah, I've, I've, the, I've, the whole, the whole benching thing, like it was, cause that's not the, the that's, it, that's not in the book. It doesn't say it's because it was because he heard Spencer. He would say something, um, you know, about him. And so he benched him or whatever, and then couldn't put him back in because of his pride or whatever. And that, yeah, I, uh, that was, that was strange. So I have small the, quibbles yeah. about like the locker room stuff about like, maybe I'm naive, but the first time they played the Celtics, when like they're discussing the game plan in, in the locker room and the players were openly like, yeah, no, we're not going to do that. <laughs> um, I was just like that, that does not seem realistic to me at all, but I'm going to set that aside for the one thing that like, the basketball action, it was part of this narrative arc to emphasize the importance of Spencer Haywood, where um, Kareem was on the block in the game. He picks up his dribble and he's double teamed. And Ryan, do you remember the scene? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so you know and, why this bugs me. What? So like the solution was Spencer Haywood running to the block and setting a screen for a guy who's Who double teamed and picked yeah. up his dribble. And they're like, oh, he, he, like you don't run to a player who's picked up his dribble. That's not a thing you do in the game of basketball. Yeah, and they're like, oh, saying... look, he opens up some space for Kareem. And I'm like, does the makers of this show know anywhere. anything about basketball? Yeah, they like they clearly wanted to. They needed to show that Spencer Haywood like because it was the reason they got him was they're beat. They're just beating up Kareem in right. the post. Yeah, like with two and three guys every night. We need somebody else big. That can also uh, like and we need Spencer Haywood to, to like to like swallow his pride and put him yeah in. yeah and so the way they showed it because like Spencer Haywood was a good player because part of it was he was it, not just he was like an enforcer and he was big he but he was a threat to score uh, in the post as well um, so they they couldn't just play off of him and they just it was just like no he's just big and he needs to beat somebody up for Kareem um, well that. Anyway, Ryan, that scene of like what 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 was the announcer name 
like chip or skip or skip chick chick hern is that chick Chick hern i don't yeah that sounds right um of him like saying oh like praising this move like that that just made me want to throw up yeah i mean i i like i don't think the basketball was very good at all i mean some of the individual players looked good but for the most part the basketball just looked weird and um, well i I, I was glad they didn't do very much I mean, this is this is old hat. We we've talked about this before. How sports usually does not look good on the screen because directors. And yeah. it's really hard to get. Yeah. The only time it's looked good is in like blue chips, uh, when like all the players on the court were like basically Division One college players. They just got a bunch of them. Like Bobby Hurley was uh, the point guard for. Um, the team that Nick Nolte's team had to beat Bob Knight's okay. team. So that's the only time pre accident uh, or maybe not. He? I guess, you know, yeah, no, it was, it, was when, it was in, but... it was, he was, he was like just barely out of college. So yeah, it was before. Right. So, uh, so just to wrap up winning time, I did watch the whole series because John C. Riley was amazing. And, and mm-hmm. Jason Clark was amazing. Even if like, I feel like it was turned up to 11, like his performance was yeah. outstanding. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and, and most of the most of the performances in the in the casting. I mean, the casting of Magic and Cream. The guy amazing. who played Cream, he's never acted before. That's that's amazing. That's he was great. Uh, yeah, Ryan. Ryan, will there be more seasons of this? Yeah, apparently this is gonna be <laughs> all the way sure until not, Magic Johnson gets. Are you sure you're not gonna artificially close the door on this? <laughs> no, I'll let him do more because <laughs> they're gonna go. I don't understand how they're gonna do this because they started with Magic Johnson announcing that he has AIDS. And that's where the book ends, too. And the book starts that way, too, and then goes back. And so they're gonna, what are they going to do, 11 seasons of this? No, I no, I, I think they'll speed up time. So they lose the next year, right, in the, in the championship? Yeah. Wow, spoilers. <laughs> and then win the next year. So they'll probably they combine. Don't you think they'll combine those two years into one season of, of the show? Probably, because the, it, I'm guessing that we're going to be done with jason siegel pretty fast because he gets fired looks like he was fired on like november 18th so So it was games games yeah and then pat riley took over and then pat riley becomes monster and and apparently slicks his hair back because um he did not have his hair slicked back adrian brody did not he had he had had bangs no he was pat riley was super depressed he was he in the book he talks about how after he retired kicked around, didn't know what he wanted to do. He would literally like walk on the breach like, and get burn down his garage, <laughs> burn down his garage. Or what? Did he, right. he destroy his garage in some way or something? Did he in the show? In the show or in the show? In real, I don't remember. Was he? I thought I he know. did like that you Leonardo DiCaprio thing where he was like angry at himself. Dating, dating 20 year olds. Yes. That. That's enough basketball for like a year. Uh, I've two uh, movie shows uh, that I've been uh, watching recently. Well, once a movie. Uh, I mentioned it to you guys the other day. I watched the, the I was hoping to see Scar's dog, did not get any Scar's dog, just some Scar's sex. Uh, the Northman, this very strange, weird concoction of a movie. I, I, I don't understand why it exists. I don't understand who it's supposed to appeal to. It's did they get slow. a writer to write it? The Northman. Uh, you guys haven't seen it yet, I nope. assume. Uh, my I know nothing about it. Tell me about yet, it. Yet my, seems my rec- optimistic. <laughs> my recommendation is that you don't. What, what do you mean you know nothing about it? I know nothing about it. 
It has a scar. Alexander Skarsgård. Nicole hey. Kidman. Uh, I mean, I'm just uh, looking at the Wikipedia page. Right? Ethan, Haw- Ethan Hawk. Anya Taylor. Uh, I can't pronounce her name. Anya. Is that who is it? Taylor Joy. Anya. Yeah. Maybe. Is she the the uh, chess show? Chess girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so it's it's supposed to be. I don't know, like this epic Norse movie of. Um, the the son of a, a Viking king uh, is uh, his dad is killed and he flees and he grows up in Russia among some other wolf Vikings and then he returns uh, and he seeks to take revenge. There, there you go. That, that's the plot of the movie. Mm. And then but you mix. This in sounds a, like it was made for you. Like, <clears throat> did it not have enough girls having? having brunch in Paris for you? It did not have enough chic outfits. Uh, it did not. <laughs> uh, at, no. at brunch, were they not able? Are you the next day after viewing this with your girlfriends? Are you not able to say, oh, Nicole Kidman, she was such a Samantha in this. It's really slow. And they mix in all of these strange scenes where they are supposed to, I don't know, like. The trips on the boat are in real time. Some sort of some sort of Norse (laughs) magic and shit. It's just it's not a good movie. It's a bad movie. And I don't understand why it had. I looked this up the other day. It had some stupid uh, budget to I I just. Yeah. How else could you do this with uh... Chris? You should. You're never going to watch this movie. You should watch the trailer for it. That's enough of a waste of your time. Uh, And then and then tell me. I I have seen the trailer. I've seen I've seen Alexander Skarsgård screaming. In the trailer. Well, unlike us, you actually watch trailers. So, well, yeah, but I'm saying I have, which is why I knew I don't think I want to watch this. All right. I, I just and don't that- think I'm into to Robert Eggers because I remember listening to the re- um, people, both Sub Beacon and others, talk about The Lighthouse, his last movie. And I was just like, yeah, this, this that's not a movie for me. Oh, yeah, I didn't see that either. I've heard and it's your, it has your boy Pattinson in it. I mean, I'm sure he's great in it because he's, I'm sure he is one of the best actors. But it's a horror film, so yeah, which is why I'm probably out. Alexander Skarsgård showed up in the season finale of Atlanta last night, (laughs) playing himself. Really? (laughs) At this party where they eat fried hands. Fried hands. Fried hands. People hands. Yes, people hands. Lovely. (laughs) Yeah, it's like this elite thing in Amsterdam. They like put towels on their head and then they, it's like they're fried and like battered like uh, like chicken tenders. But it, you could tell it's like a human hand. <laughs> you're, you're confusing me now. So in the show Atlanta, they're eating fried hands in Amsterdam. This season. Um, so Atlanta is about a rapper from Atlanta. All the other seasons have taken place in Atlanta. Uh, he's on tour in Europe this season. That's the twist. It's not in Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, the season is not. And they do it, so many episodes that are just like completely bottle episodes that have nothing to do with the rest of. Uh, and they're just like, so they're just like hour long movies or whatever. And they're they're so good. Like the one last week, um, he uh, Donald Glover is really good at doing stuff like is that. Is this the one you just randomly messaged us and said, you need to watch this? Yeah, this that was one last episode. week. Because last week, yeah, last week didn't have well because it didn't have anything to do with show, like because uh, it's got Zazie Beats, Donald Glover, uh, Lakeith Stanfield, and then uh, Liam Neeson was in this season. Alexander Skarsgård. Uh, All right, we are starting to run out of time. Uh, I have I have one more thing that 
it's a movie show, but really it's a concept that I want to praise. We are currently in the second Swedish season of the show. Swedish the Masked season. Singer. Uh, this concept is terrific. I What? love it. Uh, you have you have celebrities. You have uh, athletes like they can be footballers. You have actresses, lady lady actors, a- and anybody actors. who can get into a costume. Uh, yeah, and they look ridiculous, and it's so stupid, but it is also so much fun. Just the clues, you try to guess who it is. Like I would assume that Ryan for the American version would get everyone within the first clue, since he already knows all the celebrities in the U.S. Uh, but the Swedish one, I'm I'm really enjoying it, uh, and uh, the you the recommend new... it to all the Americans who have who don't know the the no, hockey no, players you, that are you, behind you. You can watch the, you can watch the American one. I have no this idea who's really in that. But you can I, watch don't, that. I don't want to hear the, the like Swedish this one. <laughs> terrific. <laughs> I, I'm with it Ryan. Is, this is it is it is S S E U endorsed. <laughs> I don't think so. They, they they are they still doing the American one after they had Rudy Giuliani on and and King and when he took his mask off we took his mask off uh, Ken Jong walked off the set he walked off the set when it was Rudy Giuliani. I'd imagine it was wow. pretty sweaty under that mask. Was, was he was he sweating? Yes, out, he was um, sweating. Was well, he sweating not, out hair dye? Not, I don't think he was that sweating out hair dye, but he was very wet when he came, when he took the mask off. All right, one final argument for the masked singer. We have had horse costumes on the Swedish show. Nice. Okay. Oh, well, okay. Yeah. Are there and, question? Uh, question. Uh, there are horses. Are there shovels? Uh, shovel guys. <laughs> I have not seen a shovel. I have not seen a shovel. Maybe we can go ask Elon Musk if he's seen a shovel. Uh, what what was it you shared Chris earlier? He offered a horse to have sex with someone? Uh Ryan shared that, didn't he? <laughs> so he was getting a massage. Uh, and then he started like grabbing her and was like, Hey, um, if you give me a sexual massage, I will buy you a horse. And, and so like, I have a movie pitch now indecent proposal, but with horses instead of money, <laughs> how many horses she, she, she comes would it back? Take? She comes back. Cause who was the, uh, the, the to let a rich like, creep Woody sleep Harrelson? with your wife. <laughs> She How many horses back. would it he's take? Like, he's like, where's the money? <laughs> <laughs> I think I got something better. I mean, I think I think one horse is like a horse are expensive. My, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's, that's my price point. I mean, yeah. it it depends. I mean, some of those. So the, the winner of the Kentucky Derby is the odd one that wasn't expensive. It was only like fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. 30, 30. Was it 30? Hey, um, where like most of them are. Uh, you know, these thoroughbreds are 500,000 to a million, I think. And then if you win, suddenly the sperm is probably worth that. Right. But like no, no, no right winger in the U.S. can can buy one of these horses because they're all a- Arabs, right? <laughs> they are not all Arabs. There, there are Arabian horses, but I mean, they're that's that's not the only horse out there. No. Okay. Well, uh, we uh, tune in next week uh, for uh, us talking about horse breeds. Uh, I w- can promise you that we're gonna we're gonna be dropping a lot of episodes this week. At least three of them. Nice. Boom! It, boom! It would, boom! It would be great. 